0: Again, I wish you a very happy Mother's Day, and I bet you there's going to be some good eating going on today, amen, because all the men are going to cook for their mothers, right? Uh-huh, I'm sure, I'm so sure. Well, I wanted to begin by asking you, um, has anybody ever played the children's game, Mother May I? If you have, raise your hand. Anytime. Man, good. You're going to be right on cue with me. Mother. Mother May I? was a children's game from a long time ago. I I need them first. (laughs) From a long time ago. And today, before they go to Kids Corner, we're going to play Mother May I. So, volunteers, come on up. Let's see. Right right there, stop right there. And what I want you to do, that's fine. Um, I want you to take Miss Pauline's walker and push it back a little bit, Brett. Brett. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, Brett, 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 keep going. Back, 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 back. Good, good, good. All right. Now, all of you guys get in a line and back up right in front of the walker. Keep backing. Back, 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 back. All right. Good. Now, line up if you can, shoulder to shoulder, shoulder to shoulder. Come on, Dylan and Hunter. Move up a little bit. Get Squeeze in there. Scoot over, you guys. Scoot over. Scoot. Scoot. There we go. Okay, get it. There we go. Freeze. All right. Here's how you play Mother May I. Brother Bill is going to tell you to take a certain number of steps. Now, they, they might be baby steps. They might be normal steps. Or they might be giant steps. However many I tell you to take, You've got to take that many number of steps, whether they be baby, normal, or giant steps. But, say but. But, but before you do, you've got to ask Ms. Gladys, Mother, may I? Are you ready to play? Yes. First one to Mother wins. Are you ready? Yes. All right. I want all five of you guys to take two baby steps. Mother, may I? I take two baby steps? Say yes, you may, Ms. Gladys. Say, yes, you may, Ms. Gladys. Okay, two baby steps. All right? Okay, guys, quick, quick. Now, we need to speed this up a little bit. I want you to take four giant steps. Come on, let's go. Whoa, that's four of you. Byron, everybody sit down. Sit down except for Byron. Ask mother. Mother, say, yes, you may, Miss Gladys. It's okay. Yes, you may. Four giant steps. All right. Now, very quickly, I'm running short of time. I need you to take two normal steps. Come on. Quick. Yes, you may. Now, I want you to focus on what I'm telling you here. When I say quick, I mean quick. I want you to take five baby steps. Go. Now, 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 now. Huh? All right. Touch your hand. Amen. Byron wins. Huh? He did say Mother May I. Oh, (laughs) but I didn't do the steps. That's right. All right. Good job. Good job. Mother May I. If you haven't been able to tell, the title of your sermon today is Mother May I. And if nothing else, uh, this game teaches our kids to have good manners. Amen? Mother May I. Now... Um, When we were small, we were all taught to say things like, May I? Please? Thank you? You're welcome? Yes, ma'am? No, ma'am? And today, if you're anything like me, I often wonder, where have all the manners gone? Amen. Amen. Uh, But I think that sometimes it's because we as adults don't use the manners that we teach our young people, our children, to have. So, before we expect our children to have good manners, maybe we need to begin with ourselves and make sure that we have good manners and that we say, may I, and please, and thank you, and yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, especially to our mothers. So, did you ever play mother, may I? Mother, may I. I did too. But today we're going to play a better thing. And it's not a game. Today we're going to play a game that I call Mother, may I be like you. Mother, may I be like you. Now, before I begin playing this game, I'd like to dismiss all of our children to Kids Corner. Boy, they bolted, didn't they? Amen. If I'd have forgot that, I would have been skimped by every mother in this place. Good job. What's up, Z Man? See you, honey. All right. Amen. Glad they got an army of mothers, spiritual mothers. Kenzie, Chelsea, Autumn, how about that? Spiritual mothers, young ladies that are nurturing our our young people. I really love that. So we're going to play, Mother, may I be like you. And based upon what our mothers have done for us over the years, we need to ask of Mother, may I? Mother, may I have a faith like yours? Mother, may I have a heart like yours. Mother, may I have hands like yours. Now, I read a poem by a man named Herbert Farnham. And he said, God took the grace of a flower and the majesty of a tree. He took the gentleness of the morning dew and the calm of a quiet sea. He took the beauty of the twilight hour, the soul of a starry night. The laughter of a rippling brook. The grace of a bird in flight. Then God fashioned from these things a creation like no other. And when his masterpiece was through, he called it simply Mother. Mothers, you are probably God's greatest creation. And I just want to join with the rest of the church in giving you an applause this morning. Mother, may I? May I have a faith like yours? A heart like yours? May I have hands like yours? To begin with, we should ask, Mom, Mother, may I have a faith like yours? And in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5, the Word of God tells us, the Apostle Paul writes to his young protege, Timothy, and he says, I have been reminded of your sincere faith which first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice, and I am persuaded, is in you also. Proverbs 31 verse 30 says that charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. A woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. A woman, a wife, a biological mother, a spiritual mother who fears the Lord also respects the Lord and walks by faith in the Lord. Now, in our Wednesday morning Bible study this past Wednesday, someone, I believe it was Miss Leafa May, mentioned Jesus' first miracle when he turned the water into wine at that wedding in Cana. In John chapter 2, when his mother told Jesus that the wedding had run out of wine, Jesus responded by saying, Woman, why do you involve me? My hour has not yet come. And his mother then said to the servants nearby, Whatever He says to you, do it. Do you remember those verses? Mary, the mother of the Lord Jesus Christ, is telling others to place their faith in Him, to trust Him, and to do whatever He says. Now you may not know this, but that was the single only command... That Mary ever issued in the whole Bible. And what was that command? Whatever he says. Do it. Whatever Jesus says. Do it. God bless every mother. Who has said. Or is now saying to their their children. Do whatever Jesus said. Do whatever the Bible teaches. And you know what makes this command even better than that? Even better than the fact that Jesus said it is when a mother sets a good example following the words of Jesus herself. I read about a little boy who had forgotten his lines during a Sunday school presentation. His mother was there on the front row to help prompt him with his lines. And she gestured and began to form the words with her lips silently. And it didn't help. Her son's memory was kaput, completely out of it. It was blank. Finally, she leaned forward, and she whispered the cue in his ear, I am the light of the world. And the child beamed with a smile, and he had a great feeling, and with a loud, clear voice, he said, My mother is the light of the world. (laughs) Many mothers are the light of this world. How? How are mothers the light of this world? By shining the light of Jesus. How are mothers the light of this world? By living by faith in Him. Mother, may I have a faith like yours. You see, there's no better example, friends. No better example that a mother could give her children than living by faith in the Lord herself. What a shining example. I read about one young preacher who had recently lost his mother in death and he wrote, I remember that nearly every single night mother had family time. Mother had family time. She would read a Bible story and she'd get every single one of us down on our knees and she would pray for each one of us by name. And I remember that she also used to love to read and mark up her Bible. So how about it, moms? How about it, moms? Are you having family time with your kids? Are you praying for your kids every day by name? Are you spending time in the Word of God yourself and marking up that Bible good? Alexander, Alexander Campbell of the early 1800s said of his mother, because my mom had such a great memory, Mother treasured up the scriptures. She treasured up the scriptures and she could quote them one by one. And she could apply them to our lives as children and as adults. Mothers, your your job's not done just because the kids are out out of the house. Your adult children sure depend upon you. What a great wisdom my mother had. Why? Why was my mother's wisdom great? Because it came from the word of God. I believe it was preacher John Wesley who uh, was a student at Oxford University and he was shocked at how many students at the university were boozing it up. They were all drinking alcohol and partying all the time and so he wrote to his mother, Susanna Wesley and she was, he was asking for her counsel and he had received the following words in a letter from her. Dear son, remember that anything that increases the authority of the body over the mind is an evil thing. What great wisdom, with its foundation in the Word of God. Mother. Mother, may I? May I have a faith like yours? But second, Mother, may I? May I have a heart like yours? This is familiar scripture in Luke chapter 2, and you don't have to turn there, but just listen as I share a few verses from Luke chapter 2 and verse 15. And those who heard it marveled at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary, the mother of Jesus, Mary pondered all these things in her heart, treasured all these things in her heart. I wonder, do you treasure the things in your heart of motherhood? I've learned that when it comes to children and great-grandchildren and even great-grandchildren that mothers deeply ponder a great many things about their kids. They ponder in their hearts the joy that they experienced at the birth of their child. They ponder in their hearts, what kind of life will my child have? They ponder in their hearts, how am I going to direct my child in the way of the Lord? And speaking of that, there was one little boy who repeated, or one little mother who repeatedly told her boy to repeatedly sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. down. Any mothers had to do that? Sit down, sit down. And, but the boy continued to stand. He was blatantly disobeying his mother. And finally, the mother went up to him, took him by the shoulders, and plopped him down in the chair. And fuming, this boy said, I may be sitting down on the outside, but I'm standing up on the inside. Problem kids—we've all had them and all seen them. But how does a mother put up with a problem child like that? How do mothers do it? Probably with the same loving patience and the same loving discipline that your mama did with you. Amen. Amen. That's right. That's right. A fellow named Steve Brundage tells about his sister Karen, who is the mother of two high-spirited little girls, and. Steve said, once I called her in the morning, and as our conversation went on, our conversation was constantly interrupted by the kids screaming and chasing one another around. Karen asked, can you hold on for a moment? And within 10 seconds, there was absolute silence. And then she came back to the phone and said, okay, I'm back. And Steve said, wow, (laughs) it's so quiet. You've got great control over your kids, don't you? And she said, no, not really, I'm in the closet. You know, a mother's heart can only take so much, amen? A mother's heart can only take so much. I think sometimes even mothers need that escape. They need to escape. Jean Barron wrote in Reader's Digest uh, about the old mobile home where she used to live with her teenage son. She said her home was structurally unsound and the plumbing constantly leaked. But there was one day when I was absolutely ashamed Ashamed with our meager surroundings, it was when my teenage son brought a friend home. But then I learned that my son's best friend had all the material things he'd ever wanted, but he'd run away from his home. And I was puzzled, she said, and I wondered why would he run away from his home? And he explained, well, Mom, at their house they got a lot of things but not very much love. But here at our house, we got a whole lot of love, just not very many material things. Love. Mother, may I? May I have a heart like yours? May I have a heart of love, a heart of patience, a heart of compassion, a heart of tenderness like yours? And finally, Mother, may I have hands like yours? Proverbs chapter 31 and verse 10 tells us about the hands of a godly mother. It says that a wife of noble character who can find, she is worth far more than rubies. Her husband has full confidence in her and she lacks nothing of value. She brings him good, not harm, all the days of her life. She selects wool and flax and she works with eager hands. She's like a merchant ship bringing her food from afar. She gets up while it's still dark and she provides food for her family. She provides portions for her servant girls. She considers a field and buys it and out of her earnings, she plants a vineyard. She sets about her work vigorously and her arms are strong for her tasks. Mother, may I have hands like yours that are diligent, willing to work, willing to provide for, willing to make a home willing to raise a child but you know a mother's hands are not just for the home because in first thessalonians chapter 2 the apostle paul likened his ministry to motherhood listen to what he said he said we were not looking for praise from men you know that's one thing about mothers they don't look for praise from anybody but paul said we're not looking for praise from men not from you or anyone else As apostles of Christ, we could have been a burden to you, but we were gentle among you, like a mother. Like a mother caring for her little children. There's not much praise for mothers. Not enough praise for mothers. Can I get an amen? But can I also tell you that there's not enough praise out there for single mothers? Single mothers got it tough. And we ought to be praising our single mothers. See, our mothers' hands are not just for the home. They should also be busy. In ministry as well. I read about one Sunday school teacher. Who asked. Now Johnny. Tell me the truth. Do you pray before you eat? And Johnny said. No sir. I don't have to. Because my mom's a good cook. <laughs> Praise God that mothers have hands that cook. Amen. That mothers have hands that cook. And most times. Them mamas know how to cook. Can I get an Amen. Amen. They cook very well. Do you remember mom's home cooking? Think about mama's home cooking. But close your everybody. Close your eyes. Mmm. Mama's home cooking. Boy, my mama could make hamburger helper into fine dining. <laughs> my mama had this incredible ability to take something out of nothing. My mama could make a whole lot out of very little. My mama could make the very ordinary extraordinary. Isn't that just like God? Isn't that a godly characteristic that mothers have? Don't the hands of God make some things out of nothings? Don't the hands of God make much out of little? Don't the hands of God specialize in making the ordinary extraordinary? Can I tell you that God has poured an awful lot of His character into mothers. I read about Dr. James Dobson, who was telling the story of when his son Ryan was just a little bitty baby. Dr. Dobson had come home and it had been a terrible day for his wife. The baby, Ryan, had been sick and he cried all day long. And once during the day when the wife was changing the baby's diaper, the phone rang and she reached over the baby and just then the baby Ryan had an attack of diarrhea. And it went everywhere. She cleaned up the mess and she put a fresh diaper and some fresh smelling clothes on the baby. And then she took him into the living room because it was time for lunch and as she fed, after she fed him lunch, she put him on her shoulder and she was burping him, and he threw up all over himself, all over her, and all over the couch. Dr. James Dobson wrote, When I came home, I could smell the aroma of motherhood <laughs> everywhere. And his wife Shirley cried out to him and said, Jim, was all of this in my contract? I bet many mothers here today wonder if all that you've had to do over the years was in your contract. Friends, in conclusion, I want to remind you that we ought to be asking, Mother, may I? Mother, may I have a faith like yours? Mother, may I have a heart like yours? Mother, may I have hands, loving, hard-working hands? Like you. And in closing I just want to to share with you. A few quotes by presidents of the United States. And what they said about their moms. Abraham Lincoln said. All that I am and ever hope to be. I owe to my angel mother. Another one was. My mother is the most beautiful woman I ever saw. All I am I owe to my mother. I attribute all my successes in life to the moral, intellectual, and physical education that I received from her. George Washington said that. And finally, Andrew Jackson said, there was never a woman like her. She was as gentle as a dove and as brave as a lioness. The memory of my mother and her teaching were all that I had to start life with And based on those teachings, I've been able to make my way. Mother, may I be like you. Will you say that with me? Mother, may I be like you. Now, friends, as I mentioned, there are a lot of godly characteristics poured into motherhood. But, you know, God has also given you an opportunity to be a part of the family. He's granted you an opportunity and the means to become part of His family. So I pray that today you'll know this. That the Bible says that if you'll confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that Christ Jesus died for your sins and was raised from the grave, the Bible says you will be saved. Friends, in order to be a good mother, be a good father in order to be a good person, in order to have eternal life, your faith has got to be in the only means that God provided. And that was through His Son, Jesus Christ. There's only one. Only one Jesus. So I pray if you've never made that decision in your life today, that you do that. I encourage you as we sing this invitation song that you make a decision that will change your life here on earth and your eternal life in heaven. She'll so just step out and step forward. Allow me to share with you what the Bible says. No embarrassment. Every, most people in this room have done it. It's just placing all your faith and all your trust in the only means that God provided to become a part of the family of God through Jesus Christ and the blood that he shed on that cross. So let us pray today. Father God, we want to say thank you. Thank you for the faith, for the heart, and the hands of mothers. But, Lord, we also know that they could not have done it without you. And, Lord, I pray in the name of Christ Jesus today, Lord, that we would take it to heart. Lord, in order to have eternal life with you, we've got to have the faith like many mothers. Lord, in order to be able to serve in this community, we've really got to have the heart to love like many of the mothers here. And, Lord, in order to be... Uh, uh, make a difference in this, in this community and in this world, Lord, we've got to have hands. Much like many of the mothers in this room. But Lord, I pray that our mothers are honored today. Lord, that their family, their children will honor the moms and that they would be greatly blessed today. Lord, that the children and the husbands would put their mothers on, on a pedestal and, and just honor them and speak well of them today. And Lord, I pray if there's one person here that doesn't know the saving grace you offer through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, Lord, I pray they'd make that decision known today. And Lord, you'd be honored as they become a part of the family of God. It's all for your glory, we pray. In that matchless name of Jesus and all God's people said,
1: Amen. Amen. Let's all stand. Let's sing. Jesus is tenderly called. Let's stand. Let's sing. Jesus is tenderly calling thee home,
2: calling today, calling today. Why from the sunshine of love will thy roam farther and farther away? calling the weary to rest calling today calling today bring him thy burden and thou shalt be blessed he will not turn thee away call Is waiting. Oh, come to Him now.
1: Waiting
2: today. Waiting today. Come with thy sins at His feet. Lonely bow. Come and no longer delay. Call.
0: willing to respond. He'll call tomorrow, but you don't want to wait till tomorrow. Don't wait too long, okay? Friends, this, this evening we won't have an evening service so that you can honor your mom, amen? I pray that you'll honor your mother, that you'll be a blessing to her, that you'll speak well of your mother today. If you're not with your mother today, by all means, get on the phone and call your mom don't be like that guy up there on the screen, amen?
1: Okay, just a couple of reminders before we go. Uh, There won't be any uh, service tonight. And uh, remember, Wednesday night, we've really only got two more weeks with our Wana kids before the summer. Uh, And uh, uh, on May 22nd, we're going to have a family night here. So uh, make plans for that. And uh, next Sunday, we're going to have a homecoming here. We're going to celebrate 102 years for Bethel Baptist Church. Amen. And then uh, next Sunday, we've got a special uh, guest quartet. The Calverman Quartet is going to be here, and then we're going to have lunch after that. Is there anything we need to uh, tell specifically about that, uh, Ms. penny you know, or about lunch? We have Amen. So you heard that, vegetables and dessert. All right. And then uh, uh, a giant yard sale we're going to have here Saturday, May uh, 21st. Uh, see Miss Pat Carter if you would please about that. Miss Pat Carter is right back there. Uh, and then the youth at the end of this month. Tell your friends and family about that because uh, that's going to be down at the Lauderdale County Gym, and uh, from five to eight on, on Sunday night, the last Sunday night. Uh, of this month that's going to be great and the, the uh, young people are raising money for their uh, uh, conference for this summer the last Sunday and the first Sunday of June last Sunday of this month and the first Sunday of June are going to be the next lunch dates for that now next Sunday I want to tell you again next Sunday we're going to have homecoming here I want everybody to to come and bring a friend okay everybody to come back and bring a friend because it's going to be a, a great day here at Bethel Baptist Church prepare for lunch too Layla, was there something? Yes. Oh. That's right. We're going to. Rec-